Awesome. I'm Nick Youssef. I'm Kevin Christie. <laughs> that's the sound of news. That is the sound of news. Yeah. And that's totally fitting for this episode. Why? Because our guest is the lovely and talented Lauren Savon. This was honestly one of my favorite uh, guests. I was fascinated by this. Yeah, yeah, me too. I found it fucking interesting as hell. Yeah. She's I, an interesting lady. Totally. She's done a lot of interesting stuff. She's uh-huh. also funny. Uh-huh. Also foxy. Yes. All of the above. All of the above. Yeah, we follow each other on Twitter. Doesn't follow me. And that's how... <laughs> that'll probably change. Oh, um, will it? Will it? That's how will I it? discovered... I was like, oh, this girl is... Because um, she's just like, you know, posted funny tweets. And I'm like, oh, she actually works in the news world. Yeah. And then and then we're like, yeah, that would be like a really great guest. Because we don't do... We have like people that we know. We don't do a lot of straight up like... Yeah, I didn't know. Her. I had never met her. Uh-huh. Uh, she talks about being a journalist, going uh-huh. to J school. That's what they call it. J school. Yeah. Uh, and just what that's like. She's had, what's cool is she's had different types of jobs in journalism. So she knows yeah. what's up with the morning thing and the afternoon thing. She's like, she, it's really interesting. Spent some time in the Middle East. Yeah. Like she's like, it's for real. Yeah. And it's varied, great. A varied career. Yeah. And she's, not, like, and she's still young, so who knows? Oh, yeah, yeah. She's, she's lighthearted about what she makes. That's why I thought it was interesting. Was watching clips, like she would just kind of make fun of like her position in the news. And I was like, oh, she has like a cool, fun attitude about yeah, it. It'd be great to it. talk to her. Um, but yeah, she's really like she's cool, smart, charming. Yeah. Um, also, totals our intros were far too long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So enjoy this, this episode, episode with Lauren Savon. <laughs> Listen to us on Stitcher, SoundCloud, iTunes, especially All Things Comedy. Go to All Things Comedy and listen to all their podcasts. They're dope. Oh, real quick, are you going to be anywhere in the next couple weeks? Just, just inside my own head, torturing myself. Okay, I will be at the. Um, <laughs> I'll be at the La Jolla Comedy Store uh, December 27th and 28th with To Be Announced. Without me. Interesting choice. Um, I know. It should just be... We should just go. Yep. Too bad. Um, I don't need this shit now. I don't want to hear it now. Right. Yeah. (laughs) So with me and not Kevin. uh, And then uh, New Year's Eve, Tempe Improv uh, with Mr. Bobby Lee, one of our very first guests on this podcast. Uh, So go to that. Uh, if you live in those cities and what else this is the short probably the shortest intro well it's about to be if you'd shut up okay with two more things <laughs> I was reading the dictionary earlier, and there were like seven or eight pages of words in there I think we should discuss in detail cool okay cool. in this intro no yeah. um, all right enjoy this episode with the lovely talented Lawrence. thank you literally starting (laughs) so our intros are too long (laughs) we've been told yeah can i review your like do Do it and also you want to sensitive yeah no well we're sensitive no we love criticism we are sent okay to be fair we are very sensitive that doesn't mean that we shouldn't learn well, to be fair, I listened and I wouldn't come on if I thought it was okay. super shitty. Oh, right. cool. Yeah. Like just like honking noises and <laughs> bad good. sound effects. Because yeah, the fact really that you were in traffic that's that weird. Long. That super shitty was almost the name of the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> this Again, isn't that missed good. opportunity. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, you does you'll I'll follow your lead. Um, no, we want to know about our intros. What's wrong with them? Yeah. Um, the intro is. Long, I didn't know it was an intro. I'm like, is this the whole pot? Like, they're just, <laughs> this is coming up and that's coming up. And what are you going to eat when you go to this town? I'm not sure. Uh-huh. And, Oof. you know, like, it just, I was, I looked at the 
description of the podcast and mm-hmm. I was like, oh, a, a podcast about art. We're all going to be educated. <laughs> yeah. And then I was like, where's the part about art? And then, it, yeah, I just, and then when you wrapped up the intro, then I was like, oh, You're like, oh that's that was coming now. intro. Oh my God, this has been 20 <laughs> Nick, minutes. Of I feel like we should be listening very closely uh-huh. right now. This is a person that no. doesn't know us and listened to our podcast yeah. and told us what she just told us. This, this is what they call constructive criticism. Yeah. This is, is like a are you're we our te- right now? Yeah, yeah we you're our are. test audience. Oh, this is yeah. like a stealth maneuver. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I really said we started. <laughs> I said that out loud. <laughs> wasn't I was like, we're snorted. <laughs> it wasn't a welcome, everybody. No, we do that. We record those later, and okay. then we don't know how to be professional. Because this will go up maybe like next week or the week after. Right. We have like a bank of. If we had any sense of how to be professional, yeah. we'd do what you do. That's true. <laughs> yeah. I can assure we'd you, we'd be on the news. I can assure you, we we fake it. Pretty, fake it till you make it I think I was watching clips uh, I watched a couple clips I'm like I want to know a little bit more mm-hmm. about what you've done before we start and then I saw like clips of you on like Red Eye yeah. and stuff and I was like she's got it more together than we do hosting a podcast and then I'm like she's yeah. just going to slowly take over and then interview us and then it'll yeah. become her show is it your yeah. instinct to talk to not talk about yourself because yes. you're not used yes. to it it's really uncomfortable yeah to do these things because you think like oh it'll be fun it'll be great we could just talk but i'm so n- not used to t- answering questions about myself and i always end up flipping it around like a right. jerk and asking you being on tv every day to me I, f- I feel like there's like the group of people that are on tv every day it's i feel like it's completely different because you're on tv every day that's craziness to me yeah but if you saw the ratings <laughs> still i don't i mean i still think it's not just really. it's just the fact that not even so much like how I many people are watching more people are at the laugh factory right probably but like just the fact that you have to make entertainment every single day you have yes. to be entertaining you have to be energetic you can't you don't you know you well, have to be on every day for the most part kevin keep in mind i work on the news so right. i don't create the content that happens outside of my control we report on it yeah but we do have to make it you know digestible or interesting to people otherwise they don't watch and i i don't necessarily think the news does a very good job of that particularly like local news it's right. really antiquated in my opinion but yeah i mean we already the content is given to us so we just yeah. have to decide what's the most important and what would people find interesting and personally you know i think because i've worked in news so long you become so numb and like you kind of become a jerk. I mean, you're a total shithead because you just want the, <laughs> the worst story to run with that. And the it is kind of a weird, like you're you're kind of hoping for a total because it's you fingers know. crossed someone's yeah. dead. Then we'll leave. That's yeah, where I noticed. In the field, that's where I noticed the numbness when they go and that was a horrific tragedy. And then in sports, and yeah. then you just like segue right out of like a always, bus full of children dying into like this football player did yeah. some wacky thing on the field. <laughs> like power bars, good yeah, or bad. Yeah, yeah. For you. I know. You're like, yeah, the he's segues. got a brownie recipe coming up that he will. <laughs> you do not yeah. want to miss. And it. the people yeah. at home are like, all those children I can't even. <laughs> but that telltale like news anchor like. Our thoughts and prayers are with you. Like, no, yeah. they're not. You know, I mean, I don't know. I think a lot of it is like a f- fake. Mm-hmm. I personally try to not be fake. I mean, when I'm out in the field reporting, I personally don't, I try not to be fake. I try to tell it like it is. If I'm sent on a story that's not an actual story where nothing really cool, hang- I'm like, honestly, nothing happened here. This wasn't even a protest. It was like four <laughs> people got together. Yeah. 
I'm just not going to lie and like make it into something it's not. I noticed that in a couple of clips where I was like, you'll be kind of self-deprecating and stuff. Thank you. And I'm glad you picked up. And it's like funny. And I'm like, oh, you can do that on the news? I I think think that's why I'm not as successful. (laughs) (laughs) See, like you even made a comment like that on during like an interview. We're like, and then that's a sign of where my career is going. And then anyway, and I'm like, she just said that live on air. It was so great. That's but that's how Letterman was when he was a weather guy. Like he would basically kind of take the piss out of what he was doing because yeah, he was be like, sometimes. "It's so absurd." You yeah, know? and particularly I worked in the morning show, and it's five hours of live TV. That's so crazy. as a reporter in the field, you're going on three stories a day sometimes. Yeah, and you don't know what the hell to wear. I mean, they're like, first you're going to a fatal accident on the 101, then you're going to a trampoline workout, and then you know, <laughs> like you're, you and then the sun's really not even up gears. yet. Yeah, that um, when you told me that. What, you're like, oh yeah, I want to. You were like, you wanted to come see a show or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh yeah, I'm on at eleven. You're like, yeah, that's like late. I'm like, wait, what? When you did morning, like, what? When did your alarm go off? Two thirty. Fuck that. I'm like, fuck that. I'm not even in yeah. bed till four thirty. Two. Why? Four thirty. We're live on the air already. Can yeah. you? Okay. What? Two yeah. thirty. So you. <laughs> All right. So bed, bed, Betty Buys happens at 7. Wow. Or tries to. I yeah. mean, I try and like physically be in my bedroom by then. Or right. The so house. we're cutting into your sleep right now. No, it's like 7.30. Now you're... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Thank worry. God. Thank God. <laughs> but I would get home and it's weird because, you know, kids are playing outside. There's birds chirping and stuff. And yeah. you're trying to go to sleep. Do you, have so. to expl- do you have to explain to your friends, like, listen, you can't text me after 7 p.m. That would be the worst part because you'd lay in bed trying to go to bed and that's when everyone just got off work and that's like, when hey, what's up? Like, Let's grab a drink. Who's hanging out? Yeah. Like, yeah. And Let's it go would keep drinks. you up all night like oh, knowing man. what you're missing. And <laughs> trying to, so 2.30 you wake up, you take a shower, you get dressed. You get yeah. to, what time would you get to work? <laughs> this is riveting, isn't it? No, I'm really. Yeah. I, honestly, I'm <laughs> fucking fascinated. Like everyone grew up with local news. Yeah. I I never had cable when I was a kid. Yeah. I was watching Dallas Rains and yeah, Fritz Coleman, all yeah. those dudes. Oh yeah, you grew up here. Yeah, and a yeah. lot of it was like, I'm like, what are these? What are their lives like? They, yeah. I mean, they work oh, really like, dull, super dull. Are yeah. they? I mean, because <laughs> you have so much of the day, unless you're working like crazy no, early. I, this is, I really do enjoy the morning shift. I mean, no one wants to wake up at two thirty in the morning. That's yeah. I mean, as comedians, early, I think it should be illegal to wake up anytime before 9 p.m. You guys have the actual yeah. opposite shift yeah. that you yeah. do. And as a comedy junkie myself, mm-hmm. I mean, I love going to see comedy. It's It was a nightmare. I really couldn't ever go unless yeah. it was a Friday. And even then, I'm just like holding my eyes open with toothpicks because I yeah. was so tired. Jesus. But it, yeah, I mean, you get into work and you go, you know, you get your assignment from the assignment desk and some, because we have such a large viewing area, like here in Los Angeles, it could be, you know, in Riverside or it can be like Antelope Valley. And like, sometimes you get just immediately in the van and you start driving out there. To Was get it, to the it, do you have the same like van dudes for people that would yeah, take you? So like you have like a regular crew guys that rotate around. Say that with a little bit of angst. <laughs> no, but they're guys. like, you know, they've been in the business for a long time. Yeah. And they're just, they're not going to put up with any of your crap. Yeah, like, they're like, we don't give a shit. We're on they break. We just alone. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, I mean, there could be a flaming car bomb happening in front of you. They'll be like, I'm still on lunch, so yeah. you're going to have to find <laughs> someone go, else They go light their it. cigarette off the fire. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. I'll be done in 20 Barbecuing minutes. Barbecuing marshmallows. Yeah. <laughs> well, they know if there's an emergency, someone tries to save you first and they get shot in the back while holding the camera. Yeah, like you think it's like a secret service. Well, you're job. facing the you're facing <laughs> not, the danger. I'm not nearly the president. They would use me as a human shield. <laughs> I'm positive. Oh man, I want to have one of those guys on too. It's to me, it's a it's a complete separate world that I know nothing about at all. 
Well, I mean, I would say the same about art. Yeah. Because I heard you talking and it could have been in Japanese. Yeah, it's all, yeah, it's its own vernacular. But it's, I mean, it's fascinating because you and I both, you know, minimal about. Yeah, it's confusing and intimidating, that world. It is. And then when people start talking about it, you kind of like slink out of the room because you're like, oh. Yeah, you kind of nod and pretend you agree. And then you're like, I think they've caught on to my bullshit. I got to sneak out. And (laughs) you have like one canned line about something you heard. Yeah. I remember once I just started dating a girl and we were, I was, we were going to an art opening with some of my art friends were there and she felt so insecure. She like read the entire art section of the New York Times just to have stuff to say. And it worked. Think, no, but thinking that oh. we didn't know any of that shit. Like, thinking <laughs> right. that, like, we didn't read that stuff. She was like, well, did, did you, you all know article? about that show in Spain? Yeah. And they were like, no. <laughs> so I was a really interesting artist in Spain. And it was like, now that you're, we're just, we're not going to do that. I mean, that's, you know, that's actually really relative to what I do in news. Because you have to know a little bit about everything yeah. going on. Just enough. To we all like you got to pronounce everything right. You got to. <laughs> yeah. You can't. You don't want to mess that shit up. You look like a real idiot. Especially I now. I give myself with, a break with the terrorist names because oh, I yeah. think the Let's world. I'm Middle Eastern. I don't know how to pronounce oh, most like, of them. I mean, sometimes I'm like, is this just a dare in the prompter? <laughs> I can't. This is all consonants. <laughs> yeah. I mean, most. You know, what are they going to do if I pronounce it? Also, the audience is being informed how to pronounce it from you. Correct. I mean, they're like, well, she said it like that. I'm going to do that. That's what she said. Yeah. Yeah. If you mess up now, it's like someone takes the clip and it's on YouTube, five million views, and then you just never see the end of it. That's true. Yeah. So you got to be like more careful. Live news is just a machine for fun YouTube clips. How has it like affected? How is like the internet? Because I don't know. I don't even watch like the cable news networks that much anymore. Because I used to read the New York Times every day, and then I would open it up and be like, because I'd get it in the afternoon or something like that. And I'd read it, and I'm like, I just read all this in the morning. Yeah. And the articles I didn't read, I'm like, this is probably already outdated. You know, by like the late afternoon. Oh, the New York Times. Because the the websites refresh and refresh and refresh. Correct. I mean, if you really want to understand a story... Yeah, you read read the New York Times. Yes, of course. don't listen to like the yelling talking heads on cable news that you're not going to really... Right, but to just find out the short, like just the kind of one-liner description of what's happened, does that? Do you feel like that's made it so that news and what you do has had to become more entertainment because it needs to have? Yes, it just needs to be more of a thing that's less about. Just it needs to be like 140 character. Like we can't sit there and bore people. And you know, you can get your news anywhere now. There's a million websites. There's a million ways to do it. So why are you tuning into local news unless? You like the way the people deliver it. Yeah, you have to it, just like the people. Or we're, you know, we're first. Do we get breaking news first? Which, you know, there's so many cutbacks. Like that's, yeah, yeah. Like uh, my wh- I, the way I did it when I was a kid, I just like picked the team I liked the most. Yeah, you it, like the it. You network, go for personality. I was like, I like Fritz Coleman better than Dallas Fran. So that's gonna be my weather dude. So wherever he's at, I'm going there. Yeah. And then like Kelly Coleman or Kelly. I can't even remember their names now. It's been so long. But I would just pick the teams I liked, the way they looked and the way they talked. And I'm like, that's where I'm getting my news. I only like But John, John Beard, Beard did it the same way. I like John Beard because Beard, but he had a mustache. Yeah. I just oh. thought that's odd. He or, had a really awesome. thick, weird mustache. And his name was John Beard. And I was like, why? Yeah. And then he only became cooler because he started appearing as himself in like TV shows Why and can't stuff? male newscasters go bald? Why would they? It seems like they're oh, not allowed. They have to have you know a, a crazy point. ass comb over instead of going bald. Well, um, they have hair plugs now. So yeah. things are getting better. They're looking up. <laughs> but at the same time, <laughs> where hair plugs came in or like with HD. You can see yeah. hair plugs from across the room. It's true. But they it's won't true. let them go bald. 
There is something unique about the news anchor. You yeah. cannot go bald. You gotta have um, like a cartoon like head of hair. Yeah, or a ridiculous like comb over. Right. That is so obvious. Or a toupee. Yeah. 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 But I was that? like you guys because I grew up in New York. So I would come out to L.A. occasionally and I would watch Good Day L.A. And it was like the wackiest career. I'm like, this is a news show? Like, yeah. The, yeah. Jillian Barbary would be like in her outfit from the night before, like Husky Boy. Like, I just, I didn't even sleep. I just came from the club. Yeah, that was like, sort of their trip. This is amazing. Yeah. yeah. This qualifies as a news show. As and I was in New York, like covering serious, sobering mm-hmm. stuff. And when I heard that there was a job on that show, I'm like, oh, I'm doing that. I want to work on that wackadoo show. So you wanted to transition into like more fun. Well, I just thought it was a crazy place to, I'm like, that must be a crazy place to work because everything goes and like, no matter what your story was. Do kind of, do people kind of realize like, oh, you have charisma. So like, (laughs) like they're like, they're like, you have charisma. You could probably do stuff that's more fun where it's like that guy over there is basically a statue. (laughs) So um, he just sits there and is like, it reads, you know, there's like readers and then there's people with like personality. Yeah. I mean, I think the old school news teams were prompter readers and yeah. things were scripted and even like their, their ad-libbing crosstalk was often Yikes. canned. Yeah, <laughs> you could just awful. tell, yeah. Yeah, like, oh, well, it's, it sounds like it's going to be a chilly one out there. Was Anchorman hard to watch for you or it was fantastic. the best thing you've oh, ever yeah, seen? Oh, yeah, it was a perfect Because he went summation. to, Will Ferrell went to broadcasting school. That's where, that's why he was like. So fascinating. Perfect for it. the role. Yeah. yeah, that he yeah, that was his whole he went to USC broadcasting school. Yeah. And I've worked with anchors like him. I it's mean great. they're just incredibly like old school and arrogant yeah. and pompous, but totally likable. Like they're just stars of their own little but world. They, yeah, they're they're just yeah. in their own little world and that's the way it is. And like I'm so and so. And you you kind of just accept it for what it is because they're like characters. They're like playing a role, but they're not. That's who they are. I wonder if, if like in in comedy and probably music and all this stuff, is it like incestuous too? Like do, do they all date each other? Yeah. Like if you're working on like NBC morning, you have to see each other five days yeah. a week. There's yeah. like, and you have such the, a specific schedule that no one. I almost I, does the right. sports no, guy date hard. the weather girl or yeah. something? Like, like no does that kinda, happen? No one kind of understands what your guys' life is like except you guys. Yeah, yeah. Like so, or appreciates the stress of it and the struggle and like understands what you have to go through except each yeah. other. And also, yeah, I mean, everyone, you got to be ready to drop everything. Like if there's breaking news and they yeah. call you, you don't know where you're going. You don't know where, you know, there was like, are a, you going up to big bear to search? There was a reporter that left her wedding or something. Oh wow. Well, I wouldn't do that. Like it, cause something happened. That's like probably more a sign the of the street. relationship. Yeah, that's probably more, yeah. more indicative of she where didn't she didn't come back, but regardless, she won a Peabody. Are you sure it was a news story? <laughs> I don't know. Story um, in somebody's <laughs> pants. Yeah. The schedule's rough. I mean, I think it helps, but I think that's true for any job. When you're a comedian, you're working all night and someone has a day job and they got to be up at six in the morning. It's probably hard. Oh, you just never. Yeah. When you date a civilian, it's like you a never, civilian, you never yeah. see them. Well, yeah. also you're, you're explaining them like, no, I want to be busy every weekend. Like I don't, <laughs> I want to not have, I don't want to have time for you on the weekends. Like my goal is to be busy every weekend. That's weird. Yeah. Yeah. That's a weird thing to hear. Like, oh, so. Wait, when are we? So Monday nights it is then. <laughs> like, yeah, that doesn't feel night. like date night. Monday nights date night. So yeah. did you ever do any like, uh, like crazy war reporting, or did you ever want to do anything like that? Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, if you saw what I covered now, like it's Justin Bieber's latest. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pissing. Wouldn't it be great if he had to go Brazilian to war? Oh, house. it would. Um, yeah. But I did. I uh, I was in Israel when the Antifada kicked up in 2001. Dang. I was a producer at that point. Wow. Um, then I went back in 2006 when they had their little skirmish with Lebanon. Yep. 
With Hezbollah. Mm-hmm. My people. So Not Hezbollah, but Lebanon. <laughs> Next I gotta Hezbollah. go. Hezbollah. And I gotta go. I think this yeah, is Yeah, and it's over. Hezbollah. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Um, yeah, so I did that. I was down in Mexico covering uh, like immigration, you know, following people that were <laughs> going across the border and so I did cover serious stuff and then I came to LA and it's like Kardashian. <laughs> so, so my question is, did you want out of that where you're like, okay, this was no, good for a while. I love now it. I, I still love it. But I love the thing that's so fantastic about LA is everything goes here in New York. It's like, you're either the serious crime beat reporter. You're the health reporter. You're, maybe you're the feature reporter and then you only do entertainment and you only do fluff stuff. Mm-hmm. In LA, it's like everyone's everything. Like you, you know, yeah. you could be on the top story of an earthquake, and then the next, thing, then they send you to cover like Miley Cyrus's latest fashion faux pas, whatever. I mean, they they don't have categories. You don't pigeonhole into one thing. So that's why I, I like it out here. When did you realize you wanted to be a journalist? Like a kid? <laughs> yeah, I mean, my dad loved the news, and I would okay. like, watch sixty Minutes with him, and he just he really had a fascination for it and he loved like news collection news gathering and videography and all that stuff so um that was kind of like a hobby for him but i got into it i think because of him and then you know i went to school <laughs> i went to school for it believe it or not where'd you go to is it broadcasting school or journalism school or they the same no, i think most people probably just even majored in communications right but, um i have a journalism degree um, and then when I got out of don't school, they call it J degrees? Um, J school. J school. Yeah. I've I've heard someone say like, yeah, I went to J school, and I was like, is that like J date? Right. Like I didn't it's know. Like school for Jews. Journalism does have a lot of syllables, but still, I was like, oh, ger- okay, journalism. Yeah. yeah. But a, as a journalist, a you should be okay pain. with pronouncing all those syllables. I don't yeah. want to have to say the entire word. Yeah. 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 J school. J school. So if you come into the news world with a journalism degree, you have like immediately more respect, I'm sure. Right? None. I had Instead no of a respect. communication. <laughs> no, absolutely. No, it really doesn't matter because when you get out of school, um, the most thing that, you know, it's like anything, you just need experience. Like mm. um, if you worked at one particular comedy club over another one that had a better reputation, like I don't know if that That's would literally what happened. work yeah. better for you. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I... I went to journalism school. I got out of school. I was a producer for, for six years before I became like an on-air reporter. And when I did become a reporter, um, I thought that, you know, journalism was just too generic a degree. I wanted to have a background in something because I saw the people on cable news and I'm like, well, they're either lawyers or they're, yeah, they were lawyers or they were speech writers or something. A doctor and yeah, yeah, something, something. So I'm like, well, I'm not going to be a lawyer. I'm not going to go to law school now. And, um, it was after 9-11, so there was this new program, graduate program. So, believe it or not, I have a degree in Homeland Security. Really? Wait, really? It does not come in handy here in L.A. But no. I, What does that even York. entail? Could you be in the CAA? Um, that's a, you mean the talent management company? <laughs> CIA? <laughs> the CIA. The Central Intelligence Agency. <laughs> yeah. I feel like they have a similar vibe. Yeah, both are very, very scary. I think you do need that degree. Both have yeah. scary buildings. Yeah, and both can make you disappear. Cloaked in mystery. <laughs> they can end you. Yeah. Big intelligence program. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of Harvard people. Yeah, but I mean, people say that and they're like, what? Like, don't you cover the... Could you have wished... But you could go work in for the Department of Homeland Security if you wanted to. Um, <laughs> I don't think that I would be their first choice to hire. I don't think but that's no, true. But no, it was good because, you know, there's 18 different agencies under the umbrella of Homeland Security. So if you're a journalist covering it, a reporter covering it, you kind of don't know, like, is, you know, who's jurisdiction? Is this TSA? Is this... Right. Um, so that, in that way, it was really helpful, but it was also helpful because I met so many different people that actually do work in Homeland Security. So 
now it's like I can call in favors. You know, I got a lot of sources that yeah. are taking that program. Yeah. I knew one guy that was in the Secret Service, and I still think it's so cool. It's the coolest thing ever. Yeah, I know a bunch of Secret Service guys. Yeah. Um, that's a weird education a path, weird, too. That's a weird career yeah like I mean, he lived and all of a sudden he was like oh i have to go to like this state i'm gonna learn yeah. about like this like, like speci- really specific and then right. his but then his job was to guard the bush daughters yeah like forever yeah he, no, i thought wh- you know the same guy <laughs> tom pageler <laughs> maybe redhead maybe he's not in it anymore okay but now he's okay. like you know pri- that he did that thing where you, you get out and you make tons of money in like private security yeah of course but yeah he 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 basically he looked really young so his job was to go to like a place where Party. someone's gonna speech and like rollerblade around and be like, hey, is anyone gonna blow anything up? No, <laughs> like way. try to basically trick people. He went to CV. That's great. Yeah, he was Isn't a really bright dude. That their jobs are like to protect the president and also like like have money. fun. No, but uh, <laughs> money, like counterfeit money, is also comes. Oh, that's their jurisdiction, yeah. really? Huh. Yeah, and they do a lot of that. Weird. Searching for counterfeit money. That's like their other. Maybe they're just like, well, these guys aren't doing too much. He, so let's give him the counterfeit thing. No one else wants to do that. Let's just throw it at the Secret Service guys. I mean, some of those, some of those like uh, beats must be so boring. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. You're sitting for hours. I mean, you're just hanging out. I mean, like a retired president. You're just like, oh, I gotta watch him golf sitting today. Outside his house. Yeah. You're like, how? I mean, some guy like rollerblading for nine hours a day. You're like, this that is my. Sounds that sounds pretty cool. Yeah, well, he yeah. would kind of show up and try to like sift out stuff, like see if anything, if like someone was planning something. Yeah, because he just looked young. This was. Do you a imagine if someone ago. was planning something and they, you know, they were found out that way, and they're like, "You didn't tell anyone, did you?" Like, just that weirdo on the just rollerblade. Just the, the rollerblader. <laughs> I didn't think. Just the rollerblader. But that guy was clearly Secret Service. Yeah, he's a grown adult. No grown adults rollerblade. Also, like, I wouldn't have guessed he would have done that work in a million years, knowing him. He's just kind of a weird. Dude. He was like a really funny guy. Yeah, they're all like fun, cool. You it's like the kind of guys that become Navy SEALs. Guys. You never see it coming. You're like, that guy's a Navy SEAL because you have to be really smart. Like it's not just about being tough and wanting to like run around with a gun. You have to be yeah, really, really just, bright. Yeah, that's what like the 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 grunts are for. Those are the guys who just here take this anymore. gun, go out into the thing. Yeah, go, go get shot, shoot the object. Yeah, I, I. So now you do evening. What's what's that mostly entail? Well, my job right at this moment, I do basically entertainment stories, or I wouldn't say only entertainment, like entertainment slash whatever's not hard news. Okay. So anything that's a little weird or you probably wouldn't come across necessarily reading the New York Times or just watching your regular newscast. So I'm trying to think of an example, of course. Um, Okay. So besides like Kanye started wearing the Confederate flag, that was one of our stories today. Wes Lang did the art. And um, did that go right over your head too? What West Lang did the art? West Lang did West, the art. West Lang is the artist that did all those designs. For me, that was. Oh, that's not even what I thought you said. Oh, I had no idea I what it, it was, meant. Okay. <laughs> no, West no. Lang is the guy who did all the illustrations for those shirts. It's Kanye's like Yeezus line of clothing. Okay, that is such a crazy reference. And I the dude, yeah. the dude, his name's Wes Lang. He does. He's gotten in lots Where of trouble. Where were you when I wrote this story? Uh, well, now I'm one of your contacts. Mm. Yeah. That's but our he, contact. he's got, he got in trouble before this for doing Confederate stuff and I think Kanye wanted to stir up some, some Kanye messes per usual. Confederate. So Wes Lang did his line. Yeah. And so he puts you, a lot of rebel flags. Do so, you, sorry. No, no. Go ahead. I was going to say, do you come up, do you decide on the stories, the entertainment stories? Yeah. Do they just give you, here's what's, 
here's what's going on today, and then you yeah. get to pick your. You kind of search the web and see what you want. I to I look talk for about. different stuff because ours is on at five, so they've done a lot in the morning. And then you have like a pitch meeting where you come and you go, yeah. "I want to do this," or "This this is what yeah. I'm looking at," and then someone says, "Like, okay, go after that thing." Mm-hmm. That's, yeah, uh, that's pitch, pretty cool. We pitch, and then I usually like find like. I don't know, eight or ten or five to eight, maybe good stories that I want to do, and then I pitch them, and then we'll pick like. Do they three always or four. pick the one that you don't want to do? No, I only pick <laughs> ones that I think I can do a good job at, like with the okay. kind of thing. Because I'm not just strictly reporting. I mean, I'm in a unique position in news where I actually have to give my not give my opinion, but add a little something to it because it, the headlines already been reported, so you kind of yeah. just want to know more about it. So we have to find like move it along or move it forward, as we say, like. Yeah. Add something to it. So, yeah, I mean, if, if you hear like, okay, so Kanye and Kim got engaged, then we'd find like little sidebar stories we could cover out of it. Right. You know. Do you, is it hard to, do you find yourself being like, that's, I, I hate this person, so I have to hide it? <laughs> oh, I don't hide it. That's the best part. Yeah, I <laughs> That's don't great that you it. don't have to. Well, I, I asked them, I'm like, are you going to be upset? Because, you know, the, the big thing as a reporter, and this is why I don't like doing red carpets or any of that kind of stuff, is because you have to kiss so much ass. And yeah. you, otherwise, they're not going to talk to you. Yeah, like so a genuine publicity, they're not interested in a tough interview at they all. They absolutely aren't. And when you do those red carpets, it is so brutal. It is such a war zone. You know, those publicists are like... They have a lot of control and power and... They're like SS officers. In <laughs> I'm not even kidding. They yeah. will they will grab the microphone out of your hand if wow. they think that you've gone over your time asking questions. And they will come over to you. They'll be like, don't ask him about his marriage. Don't ask him about who he's dating. You can only ask about this event. And like you're at some awful event, like oh a God. benefit for like, you know, something boring. So I'm like, really? That's what he's going to talk about? Like yoga for dogs or whatever you know like raising yeah. money I don't what's know. your workout reg to get in that suit <laughs> yeah. who cares yeah so those red carpet things are all canned questions it's yeah really, i mean i'm always so impressed when a reporter gets a really good answer out of someone on those things because everything's usually choreographed i didn't know they set up a screen like that where the they're just like do not really do this militant. or that or this if wow. it's a big star the public like because the publicist plays bad cop and the stars like come over and they're like, oh, hi, it's great to meet you. Yeah, no, I'd love to talk to you. And the pop is like, one question. And wow, she's standing dude. there and they're always like on their phone. And you got to kind of do it if you want to do it, like come well, back wanna, and do another the publicist will remember like, right. oh, you're from Fox 11. We will not speak to you again. And you also know? they well, always have like a bunch of other people and they're right. like, you can't have any of them now. Right. Like be mean to one of my clients. You can't get any of them. Like they control 10 or 15 people that you definitely want. Exactly. So that's why it's hard to really. So this way you just honest. get to do your own segments and say what you want. Yeah, they told me I could. Wow. And I think, no, I think I'm so happy. They told me I could. Because I'm like, are you, I felt like they were setting me up to get fired because usually in news, like that is the opposite of what you want to do. You just want to like report the facts. I was like, I feel like this is just, (laughs) I'm digging my own grave. But I think I have Twitter to thank because everyone really gets their stuff from Twitter Which you're funny on. That's why I started following you. I was like, they maybe, they probably developed a trust. They were like, she's funny. Like, well, let her be funny. They realized, like, I had more followers than any of their other reporters who were just reporting, like, yeah. facts or whatever. I yeah. didn't know so. for a couple of weeks that you were a, a news anchor. Thank you. I was just like, oh, this is com- <laughs> comedian that other comics I, know something, I, yeah. whatever. I, I was know. reading him and I'm like, I wonder, is this a problem? Do they come to you and are like, you, everyone you can't, like, you can't say that thing? Yeah. Or is it like, they're like, hey, man, just say it. I was very nervous about it and I kind of crept in slowly 
to being a snarky bitch on there. But yeah, it makes it more fun to read the tweets because I was like, ooh, is she going <laughs> to get in trouble for this yeah. one? Everyone says that. Like, why aren't you fired? Yeah. I think they became, they started to appreciate it because they realized, I think, that that's the next, you know, that's where people get their information and from And it's, it's pretty unique. Not a lot of other people who have your job are good at it. Yeah. But no, most of the time, like, I, every awful. friend I have that has a good Twitter, they get on a TV show and then the Twitter sucks. It sucks. So yes. then it's all just like tune in for this and tune in yeah, for that. Yeah, my so BFF like, oh. watch this episode and you're like, who cares? Yeah, all of a sudden they're not making fun of other celebrities because no. they probably hung out with them at a party last That's week. That's right, and they yeah, won't yeah. get invited next yeah. week. Yeah. yeah, their Twitters go to garbage. I have no friends. I got to bed at seven. <laughs> I don't have anything to worry well, about. Well, how long have you lived in LA now? Two years. And it, yeah. have you stopped so hating it? This yeah, this is a well, good question. Driving here, because no. most people that move here that we know are like actors and comedians, and the big complaint is it's hard to make friends because everyone's just like tunnel vision out for totally. themselves, self-absorbed actors, comics. Yeah. What's it like as like a news person moving to a city like this? Oh, everyone's an asshole here. No. Everyone's still an <laughs> asshole. <laughs> and check. I Everybody's in New York. I don't know. I I mean, in New York, people were so less friendly. I think the difference is they're almost more genuine in New York. I mean. If they like you, they like you, but they're yeah. not going to try. In LA, everyone's so nice to your face and sweet, and yeah. and then they're just they're all kind of fake. Is there a lot of backbiting in your in the in the industry? Yeah, because you know New York's market one, LA is market two. So when you're in those tiny markets like Market 174, where I started <laughs> out, and like upstate New York, like we're all part of the same team, we're all struggling, we're all right. living off of ramen noodles, we're not making any money. Everyone knows like this is the first step. We're all moving on somewhere else. And we all help each other out. But when you're in market one or two, like no one wants to go anywhere. It's just yeah. Everyone's, yeah. So it's yeah. very protective. So when you yeah. got here, we're like, oh, the new girl. She's oh, yeah. from New York. And then they kind of shut you out for a minute. Um, to see I have to say everyone had was really nice to me. I mean, there were a few, usually female anchors that are just like, well, Some it's her side too. eye. Yeah. Right, yeah. Right. But, you know, once you get to know everyone and then you're working with them and you're their coworker, you know, and. I think everyone just felt like their jobs threatened because there were so many firings all over the place in local yeah. news. So, so like, is your friend circle other news people? I tried you? so hard not to meet people. Well, first of all, not news people, but just to meet people not in the industry. I don't know if you guys run into this problem, but it's such a one-horse town. Oh, yeah. So people here, my biggest complaint would be, like, no one really knows about the news. You read the New York Times. I mean, I don't know how many more of your friends do because you go to a party and be like... I never watch news. I don't even have to. I don't never want to know what's going. It's so depressing. I, when I hear that, it's so I depressing. Wanna, I, I, I just they're like I don't really care. You're like you suck, man. Like like nothing. You care about nothing that's yeah. going on in your world on your yeah. planet. And but they'll tell you about every single Dexter episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, like you don't skim well the Huffington Post. Like you can, the how front, long does that take? Seriously, <laughs> the front page of the Huffington Post. You can see a lot of what's Read happening. You get Forty-five seconds. Even just yeah. follow those things on Twitter. You can at least yeah. get. And I, and you. like, if you oh, don't follow a news agency on Twitter, you're a dullard. That's the easiest way. Buzzfeed, yeah, anything. You get a list of puppies, and you also get what's happening in Benghazi. Like it's not hard. <laughs> you get the twelve sexiest sandwiches. You yeah. also you get you get it all at once. Yeah, make no a excuse. world, make a world salad. Exactly. <laughs> and get the news, get the entertainment, I'm get a little bit of. I'm always blown away when people proudly announce. Yeah, that, that they, they don't do not read. The it's news not a. No it should not be a point of pride. No, it, you're like, hey, you know the is. world? Don't care about it. Yeah. Don't know anything about it. It means you're actively no, they, getting dumber. They they are very proud to tell you that they do not watch the news and don't want it. You're like, I'm just, I'm a positive person and that's negative that mean and everything shit. is depressing. Yeah. It's crazy to be able to spin that that way. We're <laughs> Isn't like, it? 
I'm all about Only positivity, so I don't want to know. That just makes me think you have no sense of empathy. You're like, I don't care what suffering's going on yeah, over yeah. there. Who cares what's happening to other people? And it is horrifying some of the stuff that's happening. It is, in the world, but you, you just got to know how to. I've always feel like it. it gives me a. Every time I'll catch myself complaining with some friends, I'm like, we could be in Haiti. Yeah. <laughs> like which, and it would be way like. So let's all just. Right? Pilot season's tough and all, but like <laughs> yeah. this could be way worse right now. So we, could, we could be in the Philippines. There could be a flood. Like, there's a lot going on in the world that's hard. To I always with. go, "What if I never left Lebanon? What if I like grew up there?" See, that's my thing. I always go back to that, or it's like, or you could be like a huge star in Lebanon because they <laughs> need. Oh yeah, you could be the Chinese biggest thing in Lebanon, dude. You, you gotta, can have like the killer podcast. That's true. This is our last episode with Nick as a co-host. <laughs> you just hear me leave now. Lauren car door. Is now. <laughs> Nick is off to Lebanon. Yeah, where I would just never be able to leave again. Yeah, they'd keep you. It would be scary with that fancy haircut. Yeah, always, everyone, everyone would have that haircut. Yeah. Everyone would have. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. If you become yeah popular, the we Lebanese high top fade. We need that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So your friend circles are, you're trying to make friends outside of entertainment. Yeah. I mean, I remember when I first moved here, I met a mattress salesman, mm-hmm. like through a, fr- a friend of a friend. It was like, was oh, it crazy Gideon? Hollywood. And I was like, <laughs> is he the mattress guy? Was it Neil? Was it Neil guy? with the deal? <laughs> Neil Leeds. That's the mattress Neil guy. Leeds. Oh, I don't know Neil. He's like, you know, every city is the I local. Wish it was Neil Leeds. Yeah. He's like uh, the crazy local. He won't be beat. Being just so you know. excited that I met someone that doesn't work. Yeah, I mean, and we—that's the thing. We're always so fascinated by someone who does a job that doesn't involve a camera. Right. I was like, "What you yeah. sell? You sell seashells? What? Did you sell insurance? <laughs> yeah. Airbrush t-shirts? Holy shit!" Like it's so like, what is that like? And they're always like, oh, it sucks. Like, I remember okay. my friend moved out here and I'm from New York where, you know, investment banking is probably like the greatest yeah. job you can have if you're trying to get laid mm-hmm. girls. And he moved out here and he was like a huge successful investment banker, but he moved out here and he complained that like when girls asked him what he did and he would tell them, they'd be like, Sorry, you like behind the window? Like, if I go yeah, to my he bank, he literally had to tell you. them exactly and how rich he was. They did not understand. Like, you get yeah. how loaded I am. Like, let me just. Can I show you my tax? Forms yeah, like I run a me? fucking hedge fund. Do you have any idea how much money that gives me? I could buy They'd get their you. phones out, look up hedge yeah. fund. Yeah, look at that. Yeah. That's the thing. Like, it, it just sounds like you work at a bank. It's like, oh no, 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 no. That's the thing. New York money finds LA money cute. Adorable. Like, ad- oh, you it's made so $3 million. Cute. Yes, you did. Yeah. Yeah. It's so cute to them. Like, that's yeah. some bullshit like money. Like Wall Street oh, your, your and oil money. Got up again. Yeah. Cute. <laughs> yeah. Good for you. Like, you could probably afford a small home now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's the thing. People don't realize what's rich in New York is rich everywhere. What's rich in Whoa. LA is just rich in Colorado, also. Yeah, it's just but like nice place in Hollywood rich. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like not sharing a bedroom. Yeah, at <laughs> a the bedroom. Age of high end ramen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> the really good ramen. End. Yeah. Um, but do you guys feel that there? Because you both are actually really smart, intelligent, well read. Um, <laughs> I'm not just blowing smoke, but <laughs> did you feel that this town there's a dearth of? People we're that from here, so we're. I think we're sort of used to it. You don't notice any. Yeah, I mean, the, the, I've, what I find for the problem when people come here is they live in, they want you want to live in like a nice part of town. So you, you're not actually surrounded by people that are from here. Surrounded, it's all right. transplants. Good mm-hmm. point. So it's like to me, I don't, I don't like. I grew up around ton, most of my friends growing up weren't in entertainment. Like eight of my friends are cops. Like a lot of my friends are teachers. So like I don't necessarily. I have probably less. I have more entertainment friends now. But to me, those are like my new friends. So I didn't grow up around a lot of that stuff. That I it was, we came from like just a normal suburb. 
But yeah, I mean, but then my suburban friends don't. A lot of them didn't give a shit about the news either. Well, yeah, I mean, that's though any place the weather's there. nice. Yeah. It's just like, yeah. yeah, I could sit in here and watch that, but like, look outside. That's what I don't get. Like, yeah. why are all the smart people living in the cities where the weather's not nice? You would think that they would be smart enough to move out here. Because I moved out here and everyone's like, the weather's great there. But I, that's such an understatement. I don't think people even realize. You guys probably take it for granted because you lived here. But when I'm, I'm like, it's gorgeous every day. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. every day my hair is going to look amazing. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing. I can't get over it still. I'm like, why does everyone not live here i feel like the smart people stay in those cities because those they they're the bitch. more cultured cities but they're also smarter city. i mean like dc's shockingly smart yeah. i can't have a conversation at a bar in dc yeah. i look like a moron yeah <laughs> i mean because they're, they're speaking in like you know senate bill code i'm like i'm like no i don't i don't know what sb1 <laughs> i don't i yeah. didn't see that i'm sorry like <laughs> they watch c-span they don't watch to, like yeah, that's they, their breaking bad like, masturbate yeah. to c-span yeah, yeah. they yeah. literally jerk it to it's c-span true. Yeah. yeah i mean but the, but the silver lining is in new york i mean maybe i could keep up in a really smarty pants conversation but out here people are like oh you're smart i'm like yeah. really it's all of a sudden I'm like, oh, that's a plus. We all There's get to be smart to here. It's the best. Yeah. <laughs> we're all smart people. C students or A students here. Correct. Yeah, that's the you, curve. Exactly. You meet someone who's super smart, you, like, people treat them like they're wizards or something like that. <laughs> people like, treat me like I'm smart and I'm, I, know, I know really smart people and I'm like, no, I'm like a maybe a little above average, but like there are some people out there like physicists. Yeah. Right. Well, that's out here. You're like, oh, that 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 comedy writer's a genius. You're like, you know, here's the thing <laughs> yeah. about genius. Like, there are people that are discovering stars and figuring out how things work. Like, those Very are actual. Cancer. We can't throw the word brilliant around when we're talking about like things in reference to TV. There are smart people that are really creative, but there are some there are some brains out there that are doing some shit. We're like, I can't. I don't even know what you're saying, bro. Well, out here, like people just equate smart with like if all of a sudden you're on a TV show, it's like, well, he's just really smart. That's how he got on there. What? It's like, well, a lot of it is just that they're good looking and talented at acting. Good looking is a job here, also. Yeah, yeah. But people will turn that into like they're smart because they became successful. Where in entertainment, those those two things can be mutually. It is kind exclusive. of an ad hoc reasoning where you're like, yeah. oh, you're su- you must be smart because you're successful. I'm sure Not on Wall Street, it's like you got it. You have well, to actually be smart to like go up the ranks here interviewed a lot of these successful actors yeah uh i can assure you they are not all smart (laughs) because you know a lot of times you can trick people just if you're very attractive and super charming you can you're almost glamoring them like a vampire absolutely you can trick them into believing what you want because pretty yeah i feel uh like both of us have had this experience in like an acting class where there'll be someone there was a guy in one of my classes who was just he's just a fucking gorgeous dude and i remember i was like guy look you're great to look at. Just say it. Your face is really fun to look at. So yeah. just don't try. Just say it. Right. It's great. Love your face. Just yeah. let the words come out. You'll be totally fine. Yeah. Trust me. And that, just I shut mean, up and look pretty. I don't like it when beautiful people try and like add their two cents sometimes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when they're smart though, it's worse because then it's like, oh really? Oh, Anything wrong with you? Like wow. Just lottery winner from like, front to back. Thanks God. When yeah. I see like gorgeous girls and they're like super funny, I just Oy. I just want to drink bleach. Right. Like you got both. Okay, great. Yeah. You meet a model or something. You're like model. She's like, and then when I graduated Harvard, you're like, fuck. Oh, damn it. It's for real. Like, yeah. There's no God. Model yeah. road scholar just makes me want to eat razor blades. Yeah, I get more nervous when a girl is like crazy smart than just like really hot because hot is just something that happens. 
But when you're like incredibly intelligent, anybody, you're but just I have like, a, I have a weird nerve wracking. I have a weird thing for smart girls. I, I they like I I only like I need but her to be. But what quantifies a smart? Like, do you give them an IQ test? I or? need to have them know a bunch of shit I don't know. Oh. So I yeah. can learn stuff. I need to have them know lots of things I don't know. Yeah. That's interesting to me. So I get in a, I get in a lot of trouble because I'm dumber. And it shouldn't be a surprise that you'd want like I want to date a very intelligent person, but at, just out here everyone's just about no. And out here people are very honest. Yoga. They're just like I just want a hot girl. Like I'm divorced. I just yeah. want a hot yeah. girl. Like to yeah. drive around my Corvette. Like my like my uh, a friend of ours like, moved out to New York like in this last year, and he's like. The dating out there is people say like, oh, all the most attractive people are in L.A. And it's like, no, there's plenty out there and they're attractive in, in a much more fulfilling way mm-hmm. because they have actual jobs right. and they have like goals beyond just like I want to get rich and on television and they're more interesting people. Yeah, that's whenever I would be in New York, I would always be just dumbstruck by like the hottest girl I've ever seen with like a briefcase. I'm like, where are you coming from? Yeah. <laughs> it's a, Were you playing a lawyer today on a show? Like, no, yeah. no, no. She left like a building. Like a, I'm like, what the hell? You, what did you do? Like that to me is like, I want to like have her come home and I'm like, so what happened? What happened in your, what happened in that case? Were those women, they're like always in like gorgeous power suits. They worked yeah. out on Wall Street and you're like, yeah. I don't even know what you Running you shoes, pumps in a bag. Know, but yeah. Yeah. I yeah. Want to trade life's, that's so. It, that's just so rare to find out here. I mean, you know, men and women. I have female friends that could say have the same complaint. They're just like the, they just meet like a pretty boy, and they're just like dumb as rocks, and all they know is how to sit there and just go, yeah. They well, they're not going to let you work out. They won't yeah. let you be smart here for that long. They're like, no, 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 no. We're going to put you. No, no, no. Come on, come on, come on. Come with us. Come with us. And yeah. they're like, no, but I came here for this. Uh, like, yeah. you want, look at the size of this check. And they're like, all right, I'll go. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like they're going to. If you're hot enough, they're like, come with us. Because they can make tons and tons of money off of it. Yeah. Which, that's cool. Yeah, that's the currency out here more, is just is looks versus like actual intelligence. Absolutely. Makes Makes me look smart. I'm fine with it. I know, right? I'm like, well, totally I can, I can be smarter? Fuck yeah. That's what I'm saying, folks. <laughs> Fellas, when I hear, when I hear. Saying. I'm so excited that I'm considered a smart girl out here. <laughs> that would never happen to me in my life. Before. No, when I hear they're like, uh, kids are, the education is the shitter. I'm like, good. I will be useful longer. Right. <laughs> they will need me longer because no, they'll be career. not, no yeah. one will be there to take my place. Like, uh, right. he can't do it. Right. Let's get the old guy to fix it. Yeah. I'm so fine in, with that. In two years, do you have now like a network of friends where you're like, you feel kind of like at home, like in New York? Yeah. I have, I've, I mean, yeah, I have friends. Like I, for the first time, I think the last time I went to New York when I was leaving, I like was ex- excited to get back on the plane to come home, and I was oh, that's oh nice. wow, and okay, it was a really tender moment. No, yeah. <laughs> no, Guys. I mean I consider myself a New Yorker still, like through and through. But I do consider this uh, home now. But it took two years before. That's actually not too. That's long. That's way shorter yeah. than most. Yeah. Most people that's hate it for good. like five, and yeah. they just complain all the time and I shit do. on I it. I mean, it's endless. My my bitching particularly the traffic just it's so it takes a while to figure it out so if you don't like if you don't live near your job you're just filled with hatred yeah yeah and it turns you into a terrible human being yeah you're just filled with rage because i think it goes back to your other argument i'm in the car and i'm like why why me i'm stuck in this brutal like why is my life so shitty and then you're like well i guess i'm not a serious yeah at least we have but i mean uh, la an (laughs) la freeway is basically a mobile rat pile yeah i mean it's just awful i was in uh the only time i went i was born in lebanon moved here when i was two the only time the only time i went back is after the the seventh grade and we were like 
we're driving on a freeway and people don't drive in the lanes. It's not like a, at least back then in like no, 95 like or 6. like a suggestion, right? Yeah, they are. They're <laughs> yeah. just like, hey, if you want, right. but if you kind of want to go around these cars. Stop signs, suggestion. They would drive on top of the yellow. Yeah. There's no real speed limits. Weren't you shocked that like there wasn't blood and corpses everywhere? I was amazed by it. Alone? I asked my parents and they were just like, that's just how it's kind of always how it's been. It's just kind of, that's how they drive out here. And here it's like you roll through a stop sign. It's like a seven hundred dollar final. And half half of you. the West Hollywood Sheriff's Department is like <laughs> shows up as if it's like, does that guy have a nuclear weapon in his trunk? <laughs> yeah, He's down on the ground. Or or his windows tinted too dark. Yeah, it's yeah. one or the other. Exactly. When people say LA is dangerous, you're like, then why are there nine cops giving that guy one parking ticket right yeah. now? Yeah, you ever seems... see the sting operations that go on, particularly in Santa Monica? Jaywalking. Yeah. yeah, where they walk across the pedestrian thing just so they can, it's a sting. They just yeah. want to catch you, not mm-hmm. stopping. And every time I see it, I'm like, well, I'm glad there's no crime here. You guys have so much time for this nonsense. Yeah. I mean, we're, what? I'm sure there's something else we could be doing. For sure. Oh, there's so many more things, but yeah. Yeah, that stuff kills me. New, New York, I mean, because there's so many more people. There's like, th- there's that terrifying ratio where there's like a cop for every 50,000 people or something <laughs> yeah, crazy. It is something like That's that. That's terrifying. That's nuts. It's great. And they're always like in huge, massive groups too. You always feel like it's an invasion sometimes when there's like an outdoor activity and there's like no trash cans for miles. Well, yeah. <laughs> everyone's like penned in. Like, I mean, New Year's Eve in New York City, I don't understand. It's like, I did Caroline's the New Year's Eve. I don't Eve. know why you would do it. <clears throat> I did Caroline's New Year's Eve one year. In a club. Yeah, but like even we would, you'd walk out on like it, when it came midnight, everyone in the club ran out and it was, I, I was terrified. Yeah. I was like, this isn't a good idea at all. I have anxiety right now thinking about it. But the people, you have to get there eight hours ahead of New Year's Eve. It's freezing always yeah. or snowing. They almost didn't let us go to the club. And you're in a pen. Yeah. And you can't bring any, in anything with you because they're all afraid that you're going to have a bomb on you. So you can't pee. I don't know where everyone's pissing. And you're stuck in this pen, like like sheep herded, <laughs> yeah. and you can't leave. Once you leave, you're not allowed to come back in. And like you said, there's like yeah. a cop for every one and a half people. And there's people that hear that hear everything you just said, and they go, "Oh, that sounds like fun. Sounds like Let's great. go sign up for that. People yeah, we're here. Here. Let's go Packed. walk down." Yeah. Our Packed. friend Steve, our friend, he went there one year, and they decided to do it, and they both got freaked out. So he just picked his wife up and was like, "She's a diabetic," <laughs> and just started kept See? yelling, <laughs> "She's having a diabetic seizure to get out." Yeah, because they were both like, "We got to get the gotta fuck get out. out of here." All of a sudden and you're like why do we sign up for this this yeah. is fun I've interviewed people because I'm always like curious like what the hell are you doing it's always people that are not from New York obviously and they all came into town for it and like it's a once in a lifetime thing we wanted to be here and when you're on camera so they're being excited shot. and joyful <laughs> and then the second the cameras are off they're like freezing and crying and like oh when is this going to be over you know because it is why would you put yourself I don't eight know. hours for ten seconds a lot of them are foreign I don't think that Ew, they got over right. there yet mm. well it's annoying to try and interview them if you don't you know, speak Portuguese. Or right. Whatever. I've done like the <laughs> most limited amount of man on the street stuff and it was just so hard. It's people don't, I don't think people get how hard it is. Do you get a lot it's of like, really heckling and stuff when you do that? Some, I mean, it depends on where you to are. To me, and what the, the kind of people is. that want to go <laughs> up and talk to the person you nailed it. are not the ones you want to talk to. No, oh, yeah. they're the they're either drunk. If like I I did it on Hollywood Boulevard in at like nine a.m. and you got people that hadn't slept yet. Right, a lot of that. Yeah. And it's just they're not they're not they're not what you're you're oh, not going to get worst. what you want. Anyone that needs to run I'm up to a camera. Shocked, like, yeah, the people that want to be on camera and you're like, do you want to put a shirt on maybe before we interview you about the dead body in your yard? <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, this is I'm cops. good. Yeah. I'm good. All right. 
You try and help them out. Sometimes they don't. They just want to be on TV. They have no sense of what they're doing to themselves. And they always, yeah. the, the best thing I've ever seen for like a. Hide your kids, hide your wife. An I mean, on that location. Guy made money. An on location thing, the best thing I've ever seen is they were, everyone was in line for like, I feel like it was one of the new iPhones a few years ago. And they did one of those like, uh, up you, next, the new iPhone, everyone's in line. And they did like a sweeping hand? shot of everyone in line. And everyone, when they see a camera, they always have one thing they want to do. They never think like, oh, I'm going to do this and that and this. I'm just going to put up the devil horns and yell, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they did this whole sweeping <laughs> shot and everyone was doing their yelling, trying to get in. And they happened to like end on this one guy who was yelling as well. And he thought the camera was just going to keep going. It stopped right at him. <laughs> and he goes, yeah. And then just kind of freezes and slowly puts his hand down and just kind of like looks away. And then it faded out to commercial. I was like, that should happen to everyone who wants to yell into a camera so they can feel the embarrassment and go, I'm never going to do that again. Yeah. Because they just bombed. Yeah. He bombed. It was the best. He bombed. The worst was covering, remember Occupy LA? Yeah. Yeah. They were all like sleeping out. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you guys were a part of it. I went. No, no. I went once. They were, I mean, I happen to work for Fox, you know, and obviously they were very angry at corporate America. And so mm. and um, you had the logo on the mic. Yeah. Well, so we they took were it off. Pit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Very yeah. quickly. But they would <laughs> be screaming like behind me during my live show while I was reporting. They would be like, you're Rupert Murdoch's whore and like really Jeez. nasty stuff and like stuff that, you know, they were just shortening my reports because we, they didn't know what these people were going to do behind me. And they would be like doing weird like blowing bubbles in my face just anything to really piss me off but literally the cameras would shut off and I would always get like what are you doing after this (laughs) (laughs) all big and bad when the cameras are rolling wow yeah afterward they're just hey I'm just a guy living in the park and I want to get your number that Occupy thing was interesting the one day I went I was like I like part of this (laughs) I like some of it I'm like I like some of this and the other I don't need that much poetry yeah. yeah, I was like, I don't know if we need to have another poetry yeah. session or any circle. costumes. Any costumes? Yeah, I don't know if the co- don't need it. You always say like, oh, you're helping the message. All you guys are hurting it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that guy's dressed as a pot leaf. And by the yeah. way, don't. I mean, it got to the point where it was like, why even bother talking to people that are on message and co- because at that point it was a circus. So of yeah. course you want the people that are like wearing a doll hat house on their head so it ends up becoming that where you're yeah, like go I mean, find the crazy um, ones that yeah. was me <laughs> I'm so sorry <laughs> it really it suited you but I didn't yeah I looked good in it when I first started following you totally weird off topic segment but on, on Twitter <laughs> on Twitter oh, though okay. you were in the midst of training for some kind of bike ride his yeah. AIDS life his cycle, life cycle. Right? yes yeah and so I knew you were funny i mean i looked at your tweets but i also thought i'm like oh he's also this like bike psycho right (laughs) (laughs) but that's that's calmed down significantly oh yeah i mean since your ride to be fair you are a bike snob i do i mean i part of the reason i did it aside from wanting to do something for charity was because it was it was also a bike ride I was like, oh, that'd be the perfect charity thing because I could do a bike ride and, you know. Right. You're like those guys in the motorcycle gangs that are like, ride for freedom. Yeah. It's yeah, just, yeah, they yeah, yeah, ride, yeah. But yeah. It's <laughs> but yeah, I, I mean, I obviously wasn't tweeting about it as much after it happened just because, you know, <laughs> it's still weird. like really keep, trying to milk keep it. Keep giving money even though it's over. Hey, yeah. guys, remember that thing I did that was so altruistic? <laughs> right, right. Wasn't that great? But I remember, do you remember this, like, I've, I've, I screwed up on Twitter. I felt like I screwed up because I don't, I didn't know Nick. I mean, we literally just knew each other from Twitter. Yeah. And he, he, <laughs> he was promoting his life cycle ride for AIDS. And I tweeted something like, didn't we already cure that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> and my my friends, the people that follow me, were like, "What the hell? Like, you? What do you have against people with AIDS? And that was so rude." And, and then it occurred to me, you know, I wasn't trying to make fun of anyone with AIDS, but I don't know if Nick has AIDS. Uh, <laughs> that's great. Well, so to be fair, I don't I know either. Like Neither do I. I, I gotta like, go. Yeah, I mean, so, then I got in my head that he definitely does, and that's why I never heard back from you. And I've been, right. I, you know, I need to like. So oh, I, did did I not respond or something or well, not? He didn't right? respond in like thirty seconds that I was expecting. Oh, right, right, right. Like but he wrote back. He's like, "Oh yeah, no problem." I'm like, "I'm mm. so sorry." I'm like, "Please let me donate <laughs> to your life cycle because I'm an asshole." I didn't even. Well, we you were we were like talking and you were, you made a couple more jokes <laughs> and I was just like, and people that's <laughs> a classic joke meltdown where you're like, "I didn't mean to be mean." And then yeah. you just keep going because you can't like, stop. It with funny full stuff. shame I, spiral. I totally get because like I mean all my friends are comics so. <laughs> It was just constant AIDS jokes. Well, I would, I would look at the donation thing because you could write a message. Right. And everyone's was... I just wrote, you're a terrible person. Yeah. <laughs> but everyone else's was like, you're going to get AIDS. I hope you get AIDS from this. Yeah. Like, do you already have AIDS? Yeah. Like, right. it was just it is, one after Are you after cured another. when you cross the finish line? Yeah. yeah. It was just every AIDS joke possible. How much money did Magic fine, give you? Because it's... I'm a comedian. They're all coming. Right. I get it. It's fine. Right. And then, but we were like, I was like, I've never met. Right. You. And I was just like, other. are you, I couldn't I like, tell him like, are you just being like me? I remember but, you telling me not And then like, her. you didn't even tell me, but I, like, I think the next day you donated. <laughs> and I was like, that's so nice of her. How <laughs> much money did your guilt make you donate? <laughs> I don't remember. It was more than the minimum. I remember, <laughs> yeah, I remember yeah. feeling like I really needed to cough like up some cash for yeah. me. I'm like, hope that AIDS joke was worth it, Lauren. Right. Now, you're, now you're down. I remember you telling me, because you saw all these messages and you're naturally instincts is to be like fuck you dude but you were like yeah totally because yeah. you wanted people you didn't want to be the guy who's like fuck you bro like you had to stay very positive yeah while people well, were ultimately everyone that was making jokes it, they just would make the few jokes and then they donate to it but the only people i kind of got a little annoyed with were the ones that just kind of used it as a i'm just gonna make a bunch of jokes and then not donate to yeah. it and i was like which is fine if charity is not your thing, but like, no, it's don't not. just use this as a platform to fucking make jokes at a serious thing. I'm doing. Yeah. And no, I don't want to donate to something. I'm not even acknowledging it. I'm yeah, yeah, do that okay. exactly. Yeah. Do that. It's not a hashtag. Exactly. It's some people a couple, it's only a couple. It's not a We're just like topic. this joke, that joke, this joke, and then I was like, yeah. So anyway, if you could donate, they're like, yeah, no, I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> so I'm like, so you you got something out of this? So what you you're saying is shit. you should pay. If you're gonna make yeah. AIDS jokes, it should cost you. Yeah, yeah. you should pay, you should it pay should a little cost bit of money, a little bit of money, and then you can make all the AIDS jokes you want. Mm -hmm. And then fair. I won't tell anyone they made them. AIDS joke bucket. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like a swear. I jar. think I, I really think a couple of people like that's partially why they and they felt good about like I can just make all these crazy jokes and then throw you a couple. Bucks. I want you're comedians, right? So let me ask you. I mean, are we at a point like can we make fun of it? It's been around a while. A lot of people have been living a long time with it. So I almost feel like we're at <laughs> at a precipice where it might be yeah. okay. You can make fun of anything. It just as long as the joke is good. If the joke's a banger. Right. Like there's a good version of every topic. It's just what is it? It's just most comedians who decide like, you know what? It's time to make an AIDS joke. They just it's not that good of a joke. Right. No, if you're doing it just because some I noticed you, this at Tosh Daniel Tosh got in trouble for a rape joke thing. Right. Yeah. And then I noticed in the clubs it looked like every young comedian decided that it was now their job to make a rape joke. Right. They needed to take And they up, were like, they "No, no, no, you will you will not tell us." And it was like, "Well, those are bad. They're not right. good. I mean, you No, it has to be funny otherwise it's yeah. indefensible. 
And yeah. the, the problem is a lot of like try harder. A lot of this stuff catches fire on like the blogs and on Twitter where someone writes, someone makes a joke, everyone gets offended online. Right. And then they start pointing out other examples of offensive right. rape jokes or AIDS jokes. But a lot of these like people on Twitter are they're not real comedians and they're they're hardly writers in any way at all. So if, a lot of them are just like they just think a thought and they write it. And it's course. like, well, those aren't good examples. A perfect example. Yesterday, our story was this girl dressed up for Halloween. I don't know if you saw this. I saw it. As the Boston bombing victim. 22 years old. Okay, tasteless costume. Don't get me wrong. Insensitive. Yeah. You probably knew that going in. Yeah. But she posted the photo online. And at first, it's like just hate on Twitter. Like, that's awful. You're a terrible human being. How could you do this to the victims? Then it turned into death threats. Then they found a photo of her license online. Oh, my God. They started harassing her parents and threatening to bomb her home. Yeah, threatening her parents. And telling they're going to kill her mother and they're going to kill, yeah. come after and kill her. I mean, over a co- a Halloween costume. I mean, pe- like, there was a kid dressed up as a Klan member. He wasn't getting death threats. People dressed up as like Osama bin Laden all the time. Yeah. Granted, tasteless costume, insensitive, maybe inappropriate. But like the level of vitriol and outrage over a Halloween costume. It's worse than the joke. So exceeds. Yeah. It becomes worse than the joke. That's more You're outrageous. Like- but also like we were on the like cusp of a cataclysmic government shutdown, right? right? Like our world was going to come to an end as we know it. No outrage. Everyone's like, well, government sucks. I mean, yeah. there was no, like none of that anger and passion yeah. that people get yeah. so worked up. Of only people applied it to that on stuff. Twitter or a joke about yeah. it's crazy. I was yeah. talking to our friend, friend of ours, Neil Brennan, and he was like, Oh, they're coming for all of us at some point. It's like, it's just, a, it's just a matter of it when it's your turn as a comic. Like you're, we're all going to say something and they're yeah. all going to come for all of us. Cause they're so peaceful. It's just your turn yeah. at some point. But then the thing is, as quickly as it gets out of hand, it also goes away. Yeah. No one's still mad at Daniel Tosh. It went away right. as quickly as it came. But okay. What about Paula Dean lost her job because of a, she's, you know, she yeah. said the N word, but during a deposition, it wasn't like she said it on her TV show and she like yeah. tosses it around with the butter. There are those still, there's still a handful of thing of third rails that it's just like that. It, it's just, it's going to be that way. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I mean, it's just how, but she'll, she made, she made so much money. It's like, wait a couple years. <laughs> she'll, fine. she'll be back. She'll be fine for a while. No, she'll be back on TV. You watch. The thing with that stuff now, like when you say stuff like that in a deposition or like someone, it secretly records yeah, you. Yeah, I it, thought that it's was on, unfair. It's, I mean, she's, it's, it was obviously a racist statement. Yeah. But those things are now on you. But she was being honest in a deposition, whether right, or not yeah. she used that term. You I mean, know. it's Romney's 47% she didn't moment. tweet it yeah. out. Yeah. Well, yeah, that would have been much. <laughs> in a much, weird way, much. though, you you could make the case that it's like you they're being it's it's worse because they were being honest. Like you caught them you caught them expressing what's in their heart, <laughs> what they say when they know they're not. Like that's the real shit. It's like no, like it's the class of like, can we speak freely? And they look around, uh-huh. and then the yeah. real shit comes out. I mean, I think that's why the Romney video was so effective. It was like, oh, he was being on. You caught right. him being you honest him for being once, honest. Mm-hmm. and it's so rare you see anyone being authentic anymore that it just was a, a, right. an explosion. I mean, you just kind of get what's coming to you at that point. Because if your honesty is racism, then it's like you got to just deal. It's with so the much fire. harder to hide being a dick now. If you're a dick, they will figure it out. You yeah. got to be more careful. If you will have stupid views like that, you just got to learn to shut the fuck up. Because someone will take so it. It's so over PC that it's it's almost so unclear of what we're even talking about anymore. That is true. It's become an abstraction. Yeah. It's become so mm-hmm. we, you know, and there's so many double standards of who can say what and when and how. Juliana Huff dressed up as a character yeah. from Orange is the New Black mm-hmm. and she wore blackface because the character's black and she was like celebrating her character on the show and she was, you know, writing all these apologies the next day. I mean, 
I don't know. I mean, a lot of Who it is just offend? it's it's a blogger sitting around going like, let's drum up. This could be potentially offensive. I can uh, this will get a lot of traffic to my site. I'm going to take this one little Halloween costume like the blackface thing and turn it into is this racist or not? It's but I also feel bloggers. I mean, in a weird way though, I think there's just an added bit of responsibility when you're famous. Yeah, because you get stuff from being famous. Yeah. Juliana Huff. Yeah, has a different life because of her fame and with that becomes an extra bit of responsibility you just have to know that you're going to be photographed on the way to your halloween party and just (laughs) take those steps like okay if i get photographed in blackface how's that going to pan out and like think through the the, think through all the effects i think comics get a lot of shit for it because the celebrities occasionally will make the mistake and make some dumb joke but like you can always find a story with a comic is this offensive or not because comics are constantly generating material and trying to be edgier and edgier so you could go online every day and there's going to be a new anti potentially anti woman anti gay anti rape anti AIDS anti whatever and you can just pull a joke and be like Daniel Tosh said this and throw it out into the internet and then bored people all over America and the world are just like it's crazy that he would make this joke and then it catches fire and then he's anti-rape, was his? No, he's pro-rape. He's pro-rape, pro, yeah, 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 or whatever it was, yeah. I mean, I don't want to put words in his mouth. <laughs> but it, I just, I think it's just it's No, just it's garbage. true. I think that the smartphone is also like... Oh, man. It makes it too easy. People get so offended and they don't even know why. I think it's just that it gives them an excuse. Well, it's always personal. It's like, I, it's like oh, you chose to be offended th- uh, this time. It's like, okay, well, do you work, do you work in a shelter? It's like, no, you're just mad. You think that saying this online, like, this is offensive. Well, that's not doing anything. It's like, if you're so mad, well, what do you actually do about it? It's just an excuse to make them feel, everyone's looking for an excuse to get indignant and be like, how dare you? Well, it's like, okay, what's the next step in your life? Are you going to go help underprivileged people? How does it people? affect your life? Yeah. yeah, and are you going to actually do something besides yammering about it? Right, if you think Paula Dean's a racist, don't buy her cookbooks. It's but, super, yeah. that's like, the thing. She needs to lose her job and she needs, you know. There's literally nothing more powerful than not watching something or not buying it. Like if you're in a, just, like if you're in a live comedy club setting and you're telling a joke that is, if, if say most of the room found your joke offensive, they're going to not laugh. Right, you're going to know pretty Or quickly. they're going to leave the room and then you get immediate results you're like oh that joke wasn't good when someone's in the middle of a firestorm and almost there's always because people get like people wanted to defend paula dean as much as they want to get angrier i mean politicians raise when a politician really fucks up they raise a shit ton of money every time afterwards because people want to defend them her like, cookbook no, 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 sold like crazy guy. after that yeah her book was yeah. number one on amazon yeah. like the next day exactly so if you really it, it's better to just ignore it and be like that's lame and just stop watching then they just go away i yeah. feel like mostly it's just a way to create news there's yeah, just absolutely. so we much. Be in business if yeah, <laughs> yeah. You d- it doesn't matter what outrage. kind of news is created. You, it just needs to be <laughs> created. You just need news of any kind. It just needs to be interesting in in in, in any way. And it needs to be something you're like. I might have an opinion on that. Yeah, I'm going to tune in and see what the story is. Oh, yeah, you is. take yeah. some super hot-button issue and you just go, so-and-so said, so this famous person said this. And you're guaranteed going to get X amount of people that are going to go, how dare he right and then it's on the front page of the huffington post for three days that's literally all they do is say how dare he and then they just go back to eating a hungry man dinner with their fat ass on a couch and literally and then then do nothing and they wait for the next one 
Yeah, yeah. They might go online and write a snarky comment. Because oh, that comment thread really <laughs> oh, yeah. changes things. The smartest people, people in the world. You know what Noam Chomsky does in his off time? YouTube comments. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He just sits there and watches videos. That is his shit. And calls people pussies. Just at replies. Yeah. He's yeah. definitely at replying Best Buy right now. <laughs> right. I wonder what his name is. <laughs> his fake name? Yeah. Ghostwriter on the comment section. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Just Chomsky gnome. It's actually really easy to find out. Yeah. yeah. The chumps. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, is that no? Chumps it looks like it nuts. really is him. Yeah. It's the same. I mean, we people in news get like stupid comments all the time. I either get like, show us more tits, you know, yeah. that kind of stuff, or they'll just be like, she's annoying. Take her off the air. I don't like her. Take her off. Like, I would never go to someone else's job and like be like that guy's annoying. Fire him! Like to <laughs> to your cause they'll, they'll at reply my boss or my you know station. It's a, it's like, such a vague stupid. complaint. Like <laughs> exactly. she's annoying. You're like, well, a in what she's way? So annoying. Why don't you put so and so on? Like, uh, <laughs> I just want to see weird. the picture of the girl that looks like you that broke that person's heart. <laughs> That's what I'm like. Uh, I want to like. I'm like. Tell me what happened. Yeah. Tell me what happened. Tell me about your Is mom. It really, me? That's yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. Did she Who have the I same hair? I know. Did she have similar teeth? Tell me what happened. Like that to yeah. me is all that. What that's all that is. Yeah. Similar voice. I just people are so, and I mean, I'm a victim of it. Too. Not a victim, but I'm a perpetrator, I guess. But be, being mean on Twitter, it's so much easier to be mean, particularly to celebrities, because they just some of them tweet the most insipid. Oh yeah. Stupid. Yeah. But I definitely went after Ashton people Kutcher. People read it. I know at oh, reply them if I'm trashing them, you know, yeah. if I'm like, oh, I'm sure you make a great mother, Kim. All you care about is like <laughs> hawking your tanning line. But I wouldn't like write it to her. Yeah, <laughs> I, I only write it to her. <laughs> yeah, you when go, I make, you go I pretty hard. Balls, I, I only go it. directly at <laughs> the ones I feel like are famous for no reason. It's like, well, that's why you exist. Is to be mocked and ridiculed. You, that's why you are famous. Yeah, you're, so you're I'm just, laughing your way to the bank. I'm so going to buy worry. into what you're doing. Right. My Twitter comment isn't going to. Yeah, they're not. I mean, there's nothing else line. there, so it's like I'm. You exist. Yeah, the to hatred be mocked. towards Paris Hilton died down, and I don't. She's kind of not around. You still hate her. Um. No. No. Not in my in my heart. Yeah. <laughs> but like I <laughs> what just. She, represents. she just. Seem, people seem to not care about hating her as much because someone else took her place. It was wildly like, successful. Yeah, I mean, in almost every business venture. Yeah, that's what she's clocking close to like a billion dollars in clothing line. Like that, and as a DJ, she gets booked like hundreds of thousands of dollars to DJ. Great job. And there was a what, like the Jersey Shore cast had it oh, for a while. Oh, they're all where that huge was. The, that was brand, the target. Yeah, the machines. I mean, they just have churning out books. And, yeah. Um, books I mean, on nothing. Make I it mean, like I lives went to about J nothing. School like an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> what a waste! I should have like. Every time someone comes up to me and they're like, I really want to do what you do. I want to be a reporter. I'm like, listen, listen, listen. <laughs> Don't waste your time in J school. Don't go to those small markets. Get yourself on a reality yeah. show, any reality show, and just be the biggest jackass yeah. on that show. Like, just the biggest, you know, like, just make a big scene. Don't get along with anyone. Really yeah. stand out. Be the one that gets wasted on day one. You're drunk and in the hot tub. Yeah, yeah, you can't remember who you had sex with. All yeah. of that. Just don't drop an end bomb. you, Good Morning America will be calling you at the end. Oh, and yeah. will give you a correspondence. And they'll be like, look, do you want a perfume line? Um, do you want, like, your own brand we of all, I mean, that's where we got Elizabeth <laughs> Hasselbeck. Oh, yeah, yeah. Big Brother or was it Survivor? Survivor. She was like one of the first. Yeah, she got in early. She is a Survivor, isn't she? Mm-hmm. Where did she go now? She's at the Fox News Channel. She's Fox News Channel. Morning show. She was on The Fox View and, and now she's on Fox and Friends? Yeah. yeah. Did she have like a background in like 
Mm-mm. No. Oh, I, I don't actually know if she had a background in journalism or, or broadcasting. I think she just chose a conservative on The View, so she stood out that way. Yeah, yeah. 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 So if you really could go back, would you do something no, else? No, I mean, there's like... It was a the, joke. No, I mean, I really would do... Because there's jobs I go out for, and it's like, oh, they hire the girl from The Bachelor instead. I'm like, oh, That's great, gotta drive awesome. you I just, nuts. You want to put a bullet to your head, but... You know, what are you going to do? It's not about I, But I feel like in the it's long run, experience. the long run, you'll win out with a brain. But they, it's not even that anymore. They just want a recognizable name. They're like, how hard could this job really be? It, you know, <laughs> we could probably get anyone to do it. And this girl's got like, you know, 40,000 followers or whatever. So they just get someone to write the news for her and then... Yeah, they have a producer they, write it for her. They're not sending her to Lebanon. Well, yeah. Let's be honest. Right. But they'll have a producer. God, it would be great if they did. Wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. If all of a sudden they were like, we're just using reality yeah. stars as war correspondents. Like the situation now. goes to Syria, and then it's like, we, and then we lost him. Like, we don't know where he went. <laughs> yeah, He's, and then you find him in a nightclub four days later, like partying or something like that. <laughs> yeah, we should just send him all over there and never have to hear from him again. Eh, I don't know. That would be the best. They don't bother me. I don't watch it. Like, I don't see it. So I don't, I, I have a heart. I gen, whenever I go out for things like what they want me to talk about pop culture, I'm like, all right, you're going to have to tell me who a lot of these people are. Yeah. Because I just genuinely, and not even like, oh, I don't watch. I just, I don't, I'm not sure. I just, I don't one. even know who half of them are. I just know enough to get day. by. Because right. as a comedian, you, have to you just, yeah, you have to know just enough. Like, I don't get too invested because it's just nonsense. It's but garbage. I gotta tell you, I, there's nothing worse than a comedian that like all of his references are from like 92. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That but is a rough shit. I'm just shit. like, can we update that one? That's a yeah. little rough. Yeah. yeah. Either you have to be like 50. Like, is that a MySpace joke? <laughs> right. Mm, I I like I mean, still to this day, yeah. <laughs> you and I are thinking of the exact same comedian right now. We're are not we? going to say his name, but yes, I think we are. Well, yeah, after we're done. Not these <laughs> references. Yeah, I can't wait to hear. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay, maybe, yeah. That's funny. Um, so when did you start the five o'clock News? This is recently. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Recent. I mean, yeah. I'm, I don't know. Like a couple months. And then do you have like, um, is there like a f- in five years or in 10 years, you're like, I want to be anchoring the NBC nightly news or I want to be. I mean, I kind of gave up on it. <laughs> <laughs> I love, I just, I'm at the point in my life on. where dreams have died at this point And I'm You should be a comedian for any. real. So many of the things, you're, it's like you're one yeah, of us. Yeah, you sound Just similar. start doing stand-up. <laughs> Oh my god! No, I'm so in awe of people that can do stand up because that's something I just can't do. I mean, you think it's like hard to be on TV every day? It's so easy compared to being in front of a, a group of people and having such. It's so subjective. I mean, it's like what you think is funny, and then you, depending on the crowd, it's like they could either love it, they could hate it, and like I am so shallow and delicate and fragile. I do not think I could handle so the rejection. So are so many comedians. That's yeah, true. I mean, yeah. yeah. I feel like every crowd is just like the dudes in your van times five. <laughs> yeah. It's just a bunch of those and people. they're funnier than you. Yeah, they're kind of grizzled. You. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what you got to do. And you're like, what? You need more dick jokes. Yeah. You would eventually yeah. just learn to hate the crowd. And then yeah. you'd be like, oh, it's just about me now. I'm fine. Yeah. 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 I, I don't know that I have this. So I saw this one clip um, <laughs> where uh, we had Steve Byrne. Oh yeah! On oh my god! On yeah. our podcast, let's talk about Steve Byrne. Yeah, we had him on actually yesterday. I wasn't he was ready yeah. for that. He so was this was the absolute coincidence that you guys were on. We're recording back to back. Yeah. Um, and I'm looking up uh, stuff on you because I've known I've known Steve a decade, and I'm like I'm looking up clips and I'm like, oh wow, she interviewed <laughs> Steve Byrne. How fucking random! Did you see the interview? It was so interesting. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah, it was amazing. So I you, did not see that coming. That was. 
It was like a sting operation. He loves to do that. We talked to, to him about no it. He loves to do that. He's, I'm like, here's what you do on morning news shows, and I find it so hilarious. He just will go off the handle. I don't know how I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Usually I like Google everyone. I do yeah. the same thing you guys do. I yeah. like look up their stuff. For some reason, he slipped through the cracks that day. Yeah. I didn't know him. I went into the green room before the show. He's reading a book, which I've never seen anyone do in there. Mm-hmm. He's reading an actual book, and he was so like, quiet and mild-mannered and i was like is there anything you know you want to talk about you don't want to talk about and he's just like listing you know his upcoming gig or normal 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 really like quiet though and i was like i don't know if he's gonna be an amazing interview like i know you're a comedian but he seemed so lukewarm Mm -hmm. then he comes out on set for the interview and he's shot out of a cannon i didn't know where that was going yeah so that was gonna be my question is was it as real was it as awkward as it seemed yeah did you see the expression on my face that was not faking that <laughs> yeah <laughs> You're like, come was, on dickhead i was like i've just been hijacked <laughs> yeah. the show has been hijacked he was climbing our we have fake stairs that lead the to stairs nowhere to nowhere yeah set. but there's just like background there's just, just decoration mm. and he was climbing them <laughs> on it was like an animal. It was like an animal was loose in the studio. And I was like, is someone going to come and take him out? Like, is someone going to deal with him? <laughs> I tossed to a break in, in my ear. I'm like, oh, we're going to take a quick break. Because I was like, I don't even know what's happening right now. In the clip, though, you didn't. You were like, let's no, go we didn't to because they were in my ear. They're like, we're not good. We're not, you have three more minutes left. We're okay, yeah. <laughs> and then he took, he picked the, he goes, he says something to the effect of like, oh, this whole set is like, none of it's real. It's all just a <laughs> fake news set. The stairs go to nowhere. This plant isn't real. Then picks up a it. succulent and bites a part of it off. And I was just like, this is like so amazing. The look on your face was like, I can't believe this is happening. Like, oh my God, is he on drugs? Yeah. <laughs> no, he Which he's so not. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no. Didn't see that coming at all. And, you know, as an interviewer, you like to you like to think, like, this is live news. I can handle anything. You know, <laughs> yeah. like, I've talked to, like, junkies and drug and, like, criminals. But he was off the wall. And yeah. he just kept telling me he loved me. Yeah. We had just met. <laughs> the it problem was so with weird. a comedian that's decided to do something like that is their only goal is destruction. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're like, let's just. I realized pretty quickly. Who, like, yeah, hey, let's see. Like they, there's, yeah. I, there's no way in his head he was like, well, I hope it goes well. He's like, well, if it doesn't, that's good also. Yeah, he's right. just, it's like you're gonna try and stop a freight train with like an umbrella. But his thing was, he was like, something. all it's these interviews are the same. They're good all kind him. of like, just do something to good make it him. fun and yeah. like it doesn't, you know, it doesn't matter anyways. Because yeah. I, especially the comedian slot is usually pretty odd. It's usually I know it's like shoehorned into a newscast. Yeah, it's, oh, and it's always like interrupted for like awful breaking news. I'm like, yeah, right. I'm so sorry. I want to hear that joke, but we're gonna go live now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the part where accident. the part where he goes, uh, where he goes, listen, I don't like your tone when he said that. Yeah. Did you did you actually take that seriously? No, like I mean, you he's really a comedian, okay. so I wasn't like because the look on your face was like, oh my god. Because then you said I wanted to conduct a serious interview with a funny man. <laughs> And then you had this look of like, oh my God, I think she's serious. And then he just kind of looked at you and then he goes, okay, no, here's my... And, and then he starts plugging the stuff we he was going like to plug. We were kind of testing the waters. Like, yeah. who's, how far are we going to take this? And I'm like, do you want me to play along or do you want me to be the victimized reporter who like deer in headlights didn't see this coming? Like, I don't know how he wanted me to play this. I will tell you this. I think I was better equipped for that type. Like if it was with anyone else or one of our other news anchors, I mean... I think he would have scared the crap out they of him. They would have like, froze, yeah. Yeah, and they'd be like, we're not, we're not doing comedians anymore. Yeah. Like, too many, too many variables. It was such a funny <laughs> clip. 
I just it was so it funny. Was so weird. Yeah, go on YouTube. I think it's probably up there. Yeah, it's up there. Yeah. It's great. Yeah, but he's he he did it. He nailed it. <laughs> if that's what his goal was, <laughs> nailed it. And then afterwards you were just like Yeah, no, afterwards it was great. I was like, that was really funny. You okay. know, like I just when it's happening, you're you kind of like a you are a deer in the hair like, yeah, you're like what is going like, on? You don't want to talk about all this list you gave me of stuff that we're supposed to talk about. Right. <laughs> like I'm here for you promoting your bullshit, but if you wanna eat the plant, fine. Yeah. <laughs> I just, taking a bite out of that sucking. That's a good name like, for your book. If you wanna eat the plant, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um so you said you had to leave yeah, at some I point? Do, Okay, I, yeah, I lost track of time, but we're at like an hour 15. Okay. Which is usually how long we go. Oh, good. Yeah. Um, so did you have a good time? Anything to be embarrassed of, right? No, no. Okay. No. You have to pick up your dog. What's what kind dog, of dog? What's the dog's name? Someone was dog sitting for. Um, uh, his name is Spanx. That's mm-hmm. a good name for a dog. It is a good name Girl's for a dog. Girl's best friend. Yeah. Kevin's a huge dog person. Big dog weirdo. Yeah, I met them. Yeah, you what did. What happened to them, by the way? They, they went in the other room because they'd be humping us. Oh. Yeah, they'd be making noise. And oh. They get real excited. When ladies come over. Do they? Well, you smell better. Do they get excited or you? Both. Yeah. We're conduits for each other's emotions. <laughs> they so. live vicariously through yeah. everything that happens. Happens rarely. So Sometimes we both Kevin get real yells at uh, reflections. <laughs> I will chase a laser yeah. for hours. Yeah. Sometimes the dogs are fine and Kevin will run straight into a wall. It's awkward <laughs> when he licks his balls during the podcast. It is a little weird. So we we usually have to break and I yeah. go, guys, Kevin, guys, get it guys. together. I've been hit with a newspaper during this podcast. And then I so give him a treat. Oh. And yeah. then I get a, tr- I get a bacon <laughs> scented treat. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Those are the behind the scenes of this podcast. We can't thank you enough. You were awesome. Oh, yeah. thank you for having me, fellas. Will you come back? It was, what's the name of it? Occasionally Awesome. awesome. Occasionally yeah. awesome. Yeah. Uh, well, I will awesomely occasionally be, be here. Okay. Does that make Why sense? Why not? I think that, yeah. I think no, that, it doesn't. I think that worked at this on I'm out of steam. I just, you've, I was look, talking. On we're going to tell people you've been We're impressed. Yeah, you didn't, you, di- you drove all the way from the west side of Los I Angeles. I practically came from Lebanon, I'll be honest with yeah. you. It For people like that don't live here, from, that is a schlep, you guys. On a, sure. what is it today? Today is a Tuesday. Heavy, Coming here at day. like five thirty or six from Santa Monica, the all the way to the east side. Rush hour. You could have. Most died. people would have said, "Let's reschedule the podcast." Literally, that's been said to me. Dear friends of ours would have, and we had. We just met you. You are. I met you as you walked in here, but you did it, and you totally stuck to your like word. A fucking champion. Guys. Yeah, you did it, and we're very happy that you did. I'm kind of a hero. I don't want to. <laughs> you're an American hero. Arm, but those first responders have nothing on me. <laughs> yeah, you're an American <laughs> made it here hero from the West Side, people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, thank you again. <laughs> thank you for, for being on, and thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> Goodbye.